receive the wonders of your love. Open our ears that we may hear the wonderful promises you've made to us. Help us to apprehend, to see how great and how good your love towards us is. We bless you, Holy Spirit of God. We thank you. We adore you. We welcome you. We bless your name. Thank you, Lord God. Holy Spirit, have your way in our midst. Have your way within us. Thank you, Lord God, for the assurance of your love towards us. We embrace your love. We receive your love. We thank you for your love. We bless you for your love. Thank you. My Lord and my God, we bless you tonight. In this midweek time, as we refuel and rekindle and refire and we replenish of your goodness towards us. Thank you for the assurance that nothing can ever separate us from the love that is found in Christ Jesus. Absolutely nothing. Thank you for that assurance tonight. We bless you. We're a loved people. We are the apple of your eye. We are a dislike some people. Thank you because God has set us apart as his chosen generation. Thank you, Father God. We receive your love tonight. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. You may just take your seats for a minute. <clears throat> Amen. We're going to spend some time in prayer in a minute. But as we said, over the couple of weeks now, what I want to do tonight and subsequent Wednesdays as we refuel is to go back and take a look at what we studied on Sunday and have an interactive time to understand how we should be applying what God is saying to us. So we don't just become hearers only and not becoming doers of the word. Amen? Amen. So tonight I'm just going to go very quickly over the highlights of last Sunday's message. Then I'm going to throw it open through questions. Uh, and hopefully, uh, if you don't have answers, God will give us the answers. Amen? Amen? But I want us to live on Wednesday nights with tools, practical tools, to know exactly how to apply what God is saying to us. In Genesis chapter 14, <clears throat> on Sunday, we talked about the blessing of the tithe. And we said that the tithe was not God's plan of raising cash but raising people. We said that the tithe is not God's plan of making money but rather of developing maturity. Amen? So when anybody asks you, what's the tithe about? You should be able to tell them. It's not about raising cash but about raising people. It's not about making money but about developing maturity in believers. We also mentioned that the tithe is always the first tenth of any increase that we get. Amen? <clears throat> and so now from the background in Genesis chapter 14 verses 18 through verse 20, the context of that story, I'm not going to read it because I want us to get quickly into the time of interaction. The context of that whole story is the fact that Abraham went to battle. And as he returned from battle, he encountered a man that the Bible described to us as the priest of God, Most High, whose name was Melchizedek. He had no beginning, no ending. 
He was a priest of God. And this iconic man administered to Abraham having won a tremendous battle that, was, that had to be supernatural because he's fighting five kings. One man and 318 people fighting five kings. And he totally defeated them, rescued his nephew, uh, Lot, and took all the spoils completely. And so on his way back, Melchizedek encounters him and administers to him bread and wine. And all of us recognize what does bread and wine symbolize in the New Testament? Amen. Communion. Communion. Whenever you read the Bible and you see certain things that are that, that, that are symbolic. You immediately let it bring back to memory for you what that means. It is interesting that Melchizedek administered the first communion in the scripture to Abraham. And Abraham, we are told in that scripture, in that passage, paid tithes of all to him. We said that the tithe was God's plan to liberate us from what? From what? You guys remember? Why are you guys here on Sunday? How many days ago was Sunday? Just four days ago. <laughs> People are looking at me very, where did you just come from? From Mars? <laughs> Pardon me? Greedy nature. Covetousness, yes. Greedy nature. So, so the first point we made last Sunday was it was God's plan for liberation. God had liberated Abraham from a potential battle that could have killed him, destroyed him, and wipe him out. So in, in, in gratitude, so really, really what we need to really hold on to is the fact that tithing was initiated as a means of gratitude for God's deliverance and for God's blessing to a man or a person who otherwise did not deserve it. It's an act of gratitude. God, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to get a job. Thank you for my business prospering. Thank you for the increase you brought in my way. Thank you because, you see, I didn't get it because I deserved it, because I, I merited it, but because of your goodness to me. That's very important we understand that. So, unlike the Old Testament, today for us, God does not break anybody's kneecaps so they can give, or because you don't give. Do you understand what I just said? You are not under a curse from God for not giving. God is not the Godfather, the Mafia. That says you have to pay for protection, and therefore you must, you must give me money. That's not God. God is not the Godfather. He's God the Father. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. However, for me and you not to obey God, we put ourselves in jeopardy. Not God. God is not doing that, but we put ourselves in jeopardy. So, number one, liberation. Number two, we talk about the destination. When you give to God, you are putting your treasure where your heart is. And for me and you, our hearts should be with heaven. We are heavenly beings who is just passing time on the earth. It is, it is so real. You know, you've heard it said that some of us are, uh, are so heavily minded, we are not utterly good. You've heard people say that. When they see people that are spiritual, they, they say, oh, he's so, he or she is so heavily minded, it's not utterly good. No, the opposite of that is true. When you and I become heavenly minded, then we become earthly good. Huge. 
So as we give to God, you are really, in essence, building a memorial in heaven that will wait there, meet you when you get there. Because where your heart is, where your treasure is, rather, that's where your heart is going to be. And then number three, in Luke chapter 16, Jesus said to us that our relationship with money determines how much true riches it can commit to us. And then number four point I mentioned on Sunday was the fact that tithing predates the law. It happened in Genesis 14 before the law was ever given. And we can go on and on and on and on about that. So tonight, let's just talk a little bit. I've given you a little background. We talk about the rewards of uh, tithing, number one. Uh, there's a reward of faith. Number two, there is a, um, oh, what's number two? God will rebuke the divider for our sakes. That's number two. Rewards now. I'm talking about rewards of blessing. And number three, renewal of fruitfulness. So let's talk about that for a minute. For those of us who are not tithing, let me say this to us. There is never too late a time to start. There's never too late. So don't feel that because you've not been doing it, you are doomed to hell. No, that's not the case. There's never too late to begin. And for those of us who's doing it, what do we, what's our role in ensuring God's blessing to continue to flow in our, how do I appropriate the blessings of God? Let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Anybody wants to jump in? Anybody wants to jump in? So I'm a tither. How do I receive the rewards of faith? How do I receive the assurance of the Father God rebukes the devourer for my sake? For my sake, number three. How do I ensure that I'm renewed by being fruitful? What is my role in all of that? Is it automatic? Does it just happen because God promised it? Let's talk about it. Any takers? Hallelujah. I love these moments. <laughs> these Salah moments, Sister Bosse. Thank you. I'm not talking about, I'm not, uh, I'm just thinking aloud. Oh, you're thinking loud. Yes, because. Ah, okay. uh, That's tithing, good. You know, it's um, Malachi says, bring into the storehouse. Mm -hmm. That is like where you are fed. That's my understanding of what tithing is. Okay. Okay, now if, because most times you listen, pastors will tell you that. Uh, don't give your tithe to any ministry, but your tithe has to go to your church. What if you're not fed in your church? So how do you determine where your tithe? Well, if you're not fed in your church, you should not be in the church. No, you, and why are you staying in the church if you're not fed there? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Where do, exactly do you need to send You just said it, Sister Bosset. You already said it's bring it to the storehouse, so you're correct. Okay. Yeah, the place where you're fed is your storehouse. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's what the assumption is that hopefully you are attending ministry, uh, service in a place where you are receiving the word of God, you are growing the word of God and therefore that's the place that you should support through your giving. However, I don't think God kills anybody because you are giving regularly but you're not giving a particular place. I'm not sure that the place, okay, so if, if I give to this church or that church, at the end of the day, where does it go? Kingdom of God. Kingdom of God. So, so don't let's get bogged down on, okay, should I give to Pastor Tunde's ministry or to Pastor uh, Lola Shomi's ministry or to Pastor Salvation's ministry? It is ideal that you do give it where you're getting fed. 
It'd be ridiculous to go to McDonald's and pick up a Big Mac and go pay Burger King. That would be absolutely, in fact, you may not leave the parking lot. <laughs> Guinea police, will, they, they take care of you. So that, that's ridiculous. But at the end of the day, in the kingdom of God, it's just one account. We have different ways through which we credit that account. This ministry, that ministry, that ministry. But at the end of the day, the kingdom of God is the kingdom of God. There's no there's two kingdoms. Amen? But the main thing I want you to, to leave here tonight, how do you receive, for those of you that are obeying God, the blessings of tithing? Number one, the Bible promises a reward of faith. Peter gave his boat to Jesus. When Jesus returned the boat, he returned the boat with net-breaking harvest of fish. There was a return. Secondly, in Malachi chapter 3, he said, I will rebuke the divorce for your sake. In other words, almost the same thing that he said to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. I will bless them that bless you. And I will curse him that curses you. God said, leave that to me. If you are a blessing to me, God said, listen, because you are blessing me, I take it upon myself to bless whoever is blessing you. But on the other hand, whoever is contrary to you, cursing you, impeding you, hindering you, you don't fool with them. Let me deal with it. And then thirdly, it says to us, it will renew your fruitfulness. So what I'm asking tonight is, yes, I'm writing that check. I'm paying my tithe. Kindred, licking envelopes, writing checks. Is that all that is required of me in order to walk in these threefold blessings of tithing? So if that's not all, what is, exp what, yes. You understand the questions? Okay, Pastor Tosin, let him take us back a little bit. Take us back so we can go forward. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking yes. the, that I may have meat or food in the storehouse. That refers to our assembly, like work fine. Is it proper to have many storehouses, like I eat in Subway, I eat in McDonald's, <laughs> I eat in Red Lobster? Several eateries, right? So I go to church here, I go to church there, I go to church there. So many storehouses. I get confused about where my tithe goes to. <laughs> okay. So is it proper or is it not proper? No, it's, it's uh, just, no, I, I cannot give a chapter and verse for this. I'm just going to give my opinion. And it should remain that, an opinion. I think it is improper, first of all, for me to be just going all over the place. I become almost like uh, <laughs> it, 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 it sends a message of some kind of instability. There is a way, there's a place in which I can be a part of this ministry. But I'm also receiving nourishment from time to time from other ministries. Okay, to, to, let me bring it home to you. I can't be married to more than one woman. <laughs> I, may, I may admire many people <laughs> under the New Testament, okay. I mean, there may be many women that say, oh, this is a nice person. That's a nice person. 
Yeah, I can appreciate what God is doing in their lives. But I'm only going home to one. I only have one wife, one commitment, one covenant. Okay? So, in, in the same way with the church, you cannot really build a life just hopping all over the place. We need to have a settled place to say, this is my home church. Why is that? When I'm sick, who prays for you? When there's a problem in your household, who do you call? When there's something happening with your children, who ministers to that? You can't, you can't go to 10 pastors and say, 10 pastors, I'm... I'm, I'm it's not. The Bible says, Paul says, even though we have 10,000 instructors, we, have, we cannot have many fathers. So th- that spirit is, is what is called a party spirit. We're just wonder, 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 wonder. There's no real commitment and my roots are not down anywhere. I'm just, whatever the wind blows, I'm there. If the wind blows away, I'm there. That is not healthy. My opinion. I cannot give a chapter and verse for everything I just said. But, but I just give a very candid opinion of what I think should happen. Amen? Okay, yes. Was it that when you are a member of a church that you are to give your tithes to your church? And if I'm admiring other, minist- other, other ministries, I send an offering. Is that correct? Are you making a statement or you're asking a question? Yeah, I'm making a statement with okay. a question. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah, that, that'd be Because good. I thought I heard you say that you can give your tithes to different locations. No, different I places. just said... But I just want to make sure yeah, no, that's not that what the clarity is there. That's not what I said. Okay, thank you. Okay, back to the... <laughs> Rose, you are smiling. You have something there? Yes. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Now let's answer those three questions because I want you to take home some answers. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Um, my answer to that is after I've done all that I need to do. Mm-hmm. It's define, the, define that. What's all that you need to do? Define that for me. In other words, I'm giving my tithe. Okay, good. Um, I'm obedient to the word of God, okay. basically. Okay. I think at that point in time is the declaration of the word of God okay. over my life in prayer. Okay. And really holding on to the promises of God. And of course, what you said on, um, on New Year's Day, which is the delivery system. Okay. Um, through the Holy Communion, just remembering the promises and just speaking them over my life. Okay. The Bible says that God watches over his word Correct. to perform them. Okay. And so that's what I'll do. Okay. Now, I, I want more input on that. But just to, to dovetail on what she's saying, this is the reason for which all of us must be men and women of the word of God. Because if you don't know what the word promises you, you can never appropriate it. Heaven is not looking to bless me because I look good or because I need the blessing. God has established a specific way for you and I to tap into what is already done. Because really, all of these things are already done. The finished works of Christ has made available everything that pertains to life and godliness. However, there are certain specific things that we must know in order to tap into it. Yes, Pastor Charles. Yeah, I, I wanted to maybe 
I, I hope I can tie it all together. I wanted to reference a number of scriptures. <laughs> I'll end with a comment that that's a question. Sure, 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 sure. Now, you, uh, in the verse of scripture, you, re uh, you referred us to Genesis. Mm -hmm. We notice that after the wine and bread, the Bible tells us that the priest blessed Abraham. Mm -hmm. uh, and then um, the Abraham of God, most high, mm -hmm. possessor of the heavens and earth. Mm -hmm. That was God, not Abraham. Yes. And then he blessed God, most high. Yes. These are acts of worship. Basically, so these were acts of worship. Yeah, yeah. In Romans 12, yes. the Bible, verse 1, the Bible tells us to present our bodies mm -hmm. a living sacrifice, holy yes. and acceptable to God. Yes. And then if you tie that to Matthew 23, 19, where the Bible tells us uh, Jesus was chastising the um, Pharisees. He said, look, you said if you swear by the altar, you're all right. But if you're, you're, you're not bound, but if you swear by the gift on the altar, then you must keep your obligation. And Jesus was saying to them, foolish people, which is, isn't it the altar that sanctifies the gift? Yeah. Now, kind of tying it together, because you, you made the point that the tithe is not just a tenth. Correct. It's the first tenth. Correct. And so if really it, the tithe is an expression of our worship unto God, going back to yes. uh, Genesis. Correct. Then, and if it, it represents the first tithe, first, um, Ten. first tenth, mm -hmm. which is, as you described, a measure, a, an indication of the priority to which we give God. Yes. Then isn't the first duty of the person, the tither, to first of all, tithe of their life? Okay. In terms of, because it, it is the expression of my life, yeah. my devotion and the priority I give to God. In, in, in my first acts in the morning and my last acts, acts at night and every other act I take during the day, what is the preeminence that I give to God? That is, in fact, what sanctifies any gift that I bring to the altar. So if, if, we, if we don't, if we mistake the impression that somehow I give my tithe and God covers me, then we miss the greater point that the tithe is really an expression. Most of us give money. Money is a measure of time that we spend, a measure of our life that we spent earning something. And so that money you earn is a representation of, of a portion of your life that you've given away that you may never get back. So isn't it true that the first priority we ought to have is to live a life that is tied to God? And out of that life that is tied to God and then bring all of the sacrifices, present our bodies a living sacrifice. Let me give you the scripture for everything you just said. And what you, what you said is correct. Well, let me just give a scripture that, that just ties all of that together, if I can find it very quickly. Uh, yes. Good. Second Corinthians, Second, Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter 8. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter 8. Yeah, the, the spirit of two Corinthians almost came upon me. But, but God, de God, de God, God delivered me from two Corinthians. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The point that Pastor Tosin and Pastor Charles make are very valid points. The, uh, what you just said, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1. Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep 
poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality. For I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, they were freely willing, imploring us with much urgency that we would, we would receive the gift and the fellowship of the ministry into the saints. This is verse 5. This is what Pastor Charles is saying in verse 5. And not only as we had hoped, but they first gave themselves to her, to the Lord, and then to us by the will of God. Does that, does that, it nailed it. So the essence of what you just said is that giving is an act of worship, which represents our life. That's the message that Pastor Larry brought to us a couple of months ago. Uh, the relationship between giving and our life. And so, yes. Now, let's just cut through the chases. Anybody else before I give what I consider to be? Oh, okay. No, that's fine. That is fine. That's why we're here. I've been talking to some people concerning time. Okay. Um, and first of all, so somebody said you can put it in the envelope mm -hmm. or give it to somebody. If God say go give it the time, uh, I said bringing it to church is also the same. Bring it to church is to help people. You know, like they're taking care of widow, the uh, fatherless, motherless. Then some people say, oh no. So I keep. Now I stop talking to them. I think I've talked to uh, IBK about somebody about it, that it is very, very important for you to go on, for you to grow in the Lord. You need to pay your tithes. Amen. So let me make sure I understand what you're saying. Are you saying that this person said you, put the, you can put the check in an envelope and give it to an individual to yes. bless somebody? Yes. And that when you bless uh, Bright or you bless, bless uh, Kelechi, you've paid your tithes? Ah, okay. <laughs> that, that one's, it's, that's deep, but, 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 but they're not correct. They're not correct, okay? That's not correct. All right. Yes, Badiola. Yeah. So specifically, I just want us to live here. How do I appropriate the rewards of faith? Well, how, do I, how do I experience the rebuking of the devouring my sakes? And how do I become renewed fruitfully through giving up the tithe? The answer is very simple, actually. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just the reference point to um, uh, what was shared earlier was First um, Corinthians chapter 4, mm -hmm. verse 15. It says, for though you might have 10,000 instructors in oh. Christ, okay. yet you do not have many fathers. Yes. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. So just like we were talking about... Um, Every one of us, when we leave this place, we return to our home, which is our family. Just like you have a, a natural family, you also have a spiritual family, a spiritual house that we return to. So I believe that is uh, just to add to that. Amen. Okay, because I want us to pray. In November, we dealt with this issue. And for some reason, we are not connecting the dots. November 18th, I believe it was, Sister Julia did a celebration that we did a Thanksgiving for in the church. And I believe on the 25th, Pastor Mary ministered also along the same lines on Thanksgiving. In Psalms 100, the Bible gives you an eye. The key 
or if I can say the portal, P-O-R-T-A-L. The entry into everything that God has made available for us. The blessings are already there. The promises have been made. It's like having goods in Publix. It's on the shelf, ready to go. Already, the shelves are packed with your rewards of faith, uh, of faith, with the rebuking of the devourer, and the renewal of your fruit. The shelf in heaven towards you and I are already packed. God is not manufacturing any new products. But there's a key to open that door to access what belongs to you. We know it, but we just don't apply it. It's called simply thanksgiving. That's the portal. That's where it ties to what Pastor Tosin said, and in particular what Pastor Charles said. Because thanksgiving is an essence of worship. Because Jesus has finished the work, and I've read the scriptures, and I now know that as a result of my obedience, God promises the reward of my faith. So how do I apply that? I apply that every time I give that tithe, and I say to God, Father, I thank you. I thank you for the privilege that you afforded me to be able to come before you to give an offer to you. I recognize it's not by my might, not by my power, but by your spirit. You made it possible. So I'm thanking you for the blessing of the reward of my faith. Specifically. And then you go on from there. You use your key again. You open that door one more time. Father, thank you. Your word promises me because of my obedience, because I'm doing what you want me to do, that you, God, rebukes the devourer for my sake. Nothing will break in my house this week in Jesus' name. My children will not be sick. My car will not break down. My roof will not leak. My appliance will not break. Because God, you are the one who is watching over your word to perform it. That's what we need to start doing. Then with the third point, the same prayer. There's only one key. Let's go there. Psalms 100, verse 4. It's only one key. But, and that's what I was saying about what Pastor Tosin said. If you don't know the word, you will not know what you apply your key for. You will not know. So you have to know the word of God in order to use this key. Otherwise, you use the key for Holiday Inn for Hilton. It will open. You may have to kick the door down because you will not open. Psalms 100. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Verse 4. Enter into his gates. Everything you and I want is beyond the gates. And God put the gate there not to lock you out, but to keep out the enemy. He, he, he hid the good things for you, not from you. 
and haven't hidden it for you, he says, here's the key. Whenever you need it, here's the key. Go get your stuff. It's not going to do it for you. He's giving you the key. That's why Paul in Philippians chapter 4, this is the interesting. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, with prayer and supplication, with what? You can pray if you want. You can supplicate if you want. Without thanksgiving, you are beaten against the door, but the door will not open. Because God's key to opening that door is thanksgiving to fulfill what Pastor Charles was saying about the issue of worship. We give thanks. So now, do you understand how you apply that word now? Yes. Is it simple? Yes. It's very simple. Every time you give, don't just give and put the envelope. That's why I love the way we are giving. We, are, we, come, we get the chance to come forward and give. And right there. I mean, every time I do it, every time, every time I go up there, it's an opportunity for me. It, it doesn't matter what Pastor Shina is saying, Pastor Charles, Pastor Tosin, Pastor Mary. No, this is my time with God. This is my space. This is my worship. In spite of the galleys of what else is going on in the house. This is my time to say, God, I thank you. The word of faith is coming to me. I thank you. The devourers are rebuked for my sake. I thank you because, God, you are making me fruitful. Don't just walk up there and just put the envelope there and go back. Are you mad? Who are you annoyed with? No, I see some of us. We just, we just get the envelope. We lift the thing. I just, just go there. We, we, we throw it there like, man, make Pastor Ban, give me a loan. Don't do that. That's the time to apply the word in that situation. And if you're giving by kindred, it's the same thing. Because I know some of you guys are kindred generation. <laughs> As you're putting the kindred in there, in there you say the same thing. You, right there where you're seated. Apply the thing. Give thanks to God. Everything Jesus did, that's how he operated. He got a Lazarus grave, he gave thanks. He wanted to multiply the fish, he gave thanks. He wanted to multiply the bread, he gave thanks. Why? He understands thanksgiving opens the portal to the supernatural. Okay, mom, mommy. And then we're going to pray. Pastor Tyson, come, let's, let's pray so we can go. Yes. Sometimes they go, you said we should determine what we want to give mm -hmm. before we even come to church. Okay. So, um, sometimes you must have prayed over the offering yes. or the tithe in your own home, right. the way you are saying. Right. Do you have to come to the to the altar to do it? No, because it's not the law that you have to do this for. I know. So you don't I'm, have to do this for. However, I'm not saying it is wrong for people, I'm, but I don't do it. I I'm, don't stand there for ages praying over my <laughs> at home before I come. And um, sometimes it could be cloudy, you know, crowded and people are going out. I just go there and put it there and come back quietly.
Just lift up your hands tonight. Just give him praise for all that you've heard. Give him praise tonight. He's worthy. This is our opportunity to just present our thanksgiving to God. Oh, we're so grateful, Lord. <laughs> You're a good father. <laughs> I thank you. My heart is full of thanksgiving. Thank you for the ability to give. Thank you for all that you have blessed me with. Our Father, we want to thank you that we are able to get up to go to work, O oh God, and carry out all of our assignments. It's all because of you. You're a good father. Yes. 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 We're so grateful, oh God, that when men are letting go of others, you are the security of our jobs. You are the pillar that we rely on. We're so grateful to you, oh God, 
We're thankful, Almighty God. Thankful to you, O oh God, for all that you have blessed us with. The finances, the skills that you have given us. Father, everywhere we look, O oh God, the blessings that have abounded towards us. Father, Lord, we are grateful, O oh God. We lift up our voice tonight as a family to offer to you, O oh God, a sacrifice of praise. We come to offer to you a heart of thanksgiving, a words of thanksgiving for all that you have done thank you Lord because of all that you have done oh God we can lift our voice tonight to say you are a good father you are the God that thinks about us that has planned all things for us and you have brought us oh God to enjoy them all father thank you Lord thank you thank you thank you oh God Thank you. Our hearts, oh God, are disposed with thanksgiving towards you, Lord. We bless you tonight, Father. We magnify you, oh God. Words are not adequate to express, oh God, the magnitude of our gratitude tonight. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for our good health. Thank you, my God, for all that you have done, oh Lord. We are so grateful to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we want to thank you. We bless your name tonight. We honor you tonight, oh God. We say you are worthy of our praise. King of kings you are. Lord of lords you are. The king of all ages you are. Father, we want to bless you today. You are the mighty God. The beginning and the end. The first and the last. The lion of the tribe of Judah. The balm of Gilead. The lily of the valley. We are grateful to you, oh God. Our father you are. We cry, Abba, Father, because of all that you have done for us, O oh God. We bless you tonight. Our Father and our God, as we thank you. We thank you because you have rebuked the devourer for our sakes. We thank you, my God, because we have health, O oh God. Father, thank you because we have divine health, O oh God. Father, thank you because we are bound, almighty God. Thank you because we experience increase, oh God. Lord, we experience all of this, not because of what you have, what, what we do, oh God, but because of what you have done for us. Father, we want to honor you tonight. We magnify your name, oh God. We glorify you. We thank you because of you, oh God, our families are whole. We thank you because of you, oh God, our families, oh God, walk in divine health. Father, because of you, oh God, our family prosper. Because of you, oh God, we increase, oh God. Because of you, almighty God, we are peace of mind. Because of you, almighty God, we walk in power. Father, we thank you. Because of you, we have soundness of mind. Father, I want to bless you tonight. We glorify you, oh God. We magnify you, oh God. We confess tonight, oh God. We are thanksgiving, almighty God. Thank you, my God, for the ability to give, oh God. And Lord, because we know we have given, oh God, even according to your word, we thank you because we can appropriate your promises, oh God. We can stand upon your promises, oh God. You are the one, oh God, that is the owner of the cattle upon a thousand hills. And because of that, we have no lack in our life. Because of that, we walk in abundance, oh God. Because of that, almighty God, we do not have any God, oh God. We do not have any shortage, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you tonight. Father, we thank you for our jobs. We thank you for promotion. We thank you, Almighty God, for favor. We thank you, God, for open doors. 
We thank you for great and effective doors. Father, tonight we thank you. That promotion, oh God, that we don't deserve. Father, Lord, we deserve it, oh God, because of you. And Father, Lord, we hold on to that tonight. We declare promotion in the house. In the name of Jesus. Father, we lift our businesses before you. We speak increase to the businesses. We declare our businesses prosper. We are favored in the marketplace. Everywhere we have submitted contract, we shall be favored. In the name of Jesus. Everywhere our name is mentioned, we are favored. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for the seed of your word. We plant it tonight, oh God. We declare it brings a harvest in our businesses. In the name of Jesus. Father, we speak to our businesses, oh God. In place of lack, we have abundance. Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Father, thank you, oh God, for the knowledge of witty inventions that you are giving unto us as a body. In the name of Jesus, my God, we want to bless your name, oh God. We honor you tonight, Father. We thank you for our children's education, that they excel in their education. Lord God, thank you, Almighty God, that they have retentive memory, oh God, and excellent spirit is found in them. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for the safety of our family. A thousand will fall at our side, ten thousand at our right hand. None can come now our dwelling place because we have made you our refuge. You are our dwelling place. You are the rock upon whom we stand. Therefore, no calamity shall befall us. You are our shepherd. We lack for nothing. Goodness and mercy follow us, oh God. Everywhere we go, in the name of Jesus, though we walk to the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil, for you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us. Father, thank you. You are our shield. You are our buckler. You are the one that we rely upon. Father, thank you, my God. You are our satisfaction. You are our fullness, oh God. You are our completeness, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you that the heavens over us are opened because of your finished work. We thank you tonight, Almighty God, that everywhere we go, we are blessed because of your finished work. For Lord, your word declares, O oh God, that Jesus, you went about doing good, healing all them that were oppressed of the devil. You said, for God was with you. Father, thank you because you are with us, O oh God. And because you are with us, everywhere we go, we bring healing, we bring peace, we bring joy, we bring blessing. In the name of Jesus, we bless you this day. We thank you because of you, our families are strong. We thank you because of you, oh God, our family walk, oh God, in divine order. In the name of Jesus, we bless you tonight. We glorify you. Oh, lift up your hands with me tonight. Just give him praise. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. I want us to make a few confessions tonight before we go. As I just, I speak those words, I want you to just repeat them after me tonight. Just lift up your hands once again. Just give him praise. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy of praise. He's worthy of praise. He's worthy of praise. Say with me. We are a new creation. We are a people for his possession. Say we are a royal priesthood. Say we are alive to God. Say we are, perf- we, we are being perfected. Say we are God's beloved. 
Say we are as bold as a lion. Because we are born again. Say we are buried with Christ and are risen in his likeness. Say we are a chosen generation. We are a co-heir with Christ. We are created for good works. Say we are curse free. We are curse free. We are dead to sin. We are enriched. We are his elect. We are fellow citizens. We are friends of Christ. Say we are gifted. We are fruitful. We are given all things. We are highly favored. We are his fullness. We are his possession. We are his workmanship. We are the jewel of his eyes. Say we are king. A priest. A ruler. We are known by him. We are lacking in nothing. We are living by faith. We are living by the word of God. We are a living stone. We are more than conqueror. We are soundness of mind. Say we are redeemed. We are the salt of the earth. We are the sheep of his pasture. We are a shining star. We are strengthened by him. Say we are transformed. Say we are wise. We are the witness of his power. We are God's evidence of life. We walk in wholeness of life. Say we are absolutely. Say with me we are absolutely. Worthy of the Lord. Say with me we are absolutely. Worthy of the Lord. Lift up your hands tonight. Just give him praise. Give him praise tonight. He's worthy. We bless your name tonight, oh God. We thank you, oh God, our family is whole. We thank you, we have the peace of God. Oh God, we magnify your name tonight, oh God. That we are people that are lacking nothing, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we bless your name, oh God. Our finances are blessed. We thank you, everything in our home works. Our vehicle works. For the Lord, the work of our hand is perfected. We honor you tonight, oh God. We magnify you. We declare you're worthy of our praise, oh God. In the name of Jesus, give him praise tonight. Give him praise tonight. Give him praise tonight. Give him praise tonight. He's worthy. He's worthy. As we go home tonight, I just... One of the things I've learned in all of this is you can never, never outgive God. 